Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host Jasmine Jeffrey, and we have the dog back. I feel like I have to always kind of introduce and say like the dog is here just in case you're like, what are these weird noises? So I want to talk today about productivity, writing lists and periods. So that sounds a little bit strange to put the periods at the end, but kind of the main reason why I want to breach this sort of topic is being a business owner now I feel like there's kind of like this pressure sometimes to always be doing something and being productive whereas when I've got days like today when my period is hit me like a tongue of brick so I usually find my first day is I'm in quite a lot of pain my energy is really really shitty my digestion's off and usually I like to be quote-unquote productive but there's going to be days where you're not going to be able to go ball to the walls and be like this massive like productive self the big thing here and I've written it down before I did this podcast is like don't be fooled by the hustle so you can't always be going 100% all the time I've mentioned this before but I'm going to go a little bit more into detail about how to be productive at the right time how to write lists smartly And kind of do things in a more sustainable, long-term way in comparison to having these real short moments where you're working like 100% every single day and then you just get burnt out and you kind of don't really enjoy what you're doing. So, first thing, don't be fooled by the hustle. There's going to be days where you're potentially having a period. Um, if you are a guy listening, then obviously you might just have another thing that's going on. Uh, but you're going to have days where you're not going to feel 100% and you're not going to be able to be this big productive version of yourself that you like to be. It's not a case of not doing what needs to be done. It's just having, taking a step back and looking at what is the priority of that day and what things can be put aside. Like you don't have to, I think in order to be successful, in anything I don't personally this is my own opinion here so people might disagree but I don't think it's about being your most productive self every single day and ticking every single box or right crossing off every single thing of your list every single day I think it's about being productive at the right times and knowing when it's the good idea to kind of rein it in slightly depending on how you're feeling, depending on what's going on, and then knowing when you've got a day where you could really be that higher productive self. So some days in the past, I would write like these crazy lists to do. And the problem with writing lists, if I gave you the task of writing a 100 things to do, you could probably do that. But will you realistically be able to do all of that? and do it in the most efficient way, and do it to the best of your ability. Maybe on one of those days, but other days you won't. And there'll be things that you'll be potentially putting off. So there'll be something on your list that you'll keep writing down, and you'll keep not finding a way to get it done. Or there might be actually another reason why you're not able to get it done. So little things for me is sometimes if I need to do, like write an email or write a message um to like a potential supplier for example I know that I need to be able to dedicate a little bit more time and if I feel like I haven't got that capacity to really fully hit it then 
I will let that slide. However, if I know that the reason I'm putting you off isn't because of time, isn't because I'm on my period or I'm not feeling great, it's because there's a fear factor there or there's something that mentally is preventing me, then I will tend to do something which is eat the frog. So that is basically when I will do the first, the first thing I would do in that day is eating that frog. And that's the thing that I keep putting off. I really need to get done and I need to stop procrastinating and crack on with it. So that's kind of a little twist that you can do with your day. So if you know there's something that you really need to do, whether it's reaching out to that coach or putting yourself in for like a show or whatever it is, literally write down, eat the frog. Eat the frog first and then you'll feel so much better. And so you feel so much better within yourself and more confident to hit more things within that day. So it's writing the list smartly in the case of today, I'm not going to overdo it. My body's already fighting its own little mother nature war. So from like the central nervous system perspective, if you're feeling poorly, then know within your capabilities, it's not a case of being lazy or like letting things go, but it's being smarter. Like you don't want to dig yourself a bigger hole if you're not feeling great. I'm struggling to stand up because my stomach just keeps hurting. Um, But I know that orders need to go out today. So that is my priority is resting up as much as I can, making sure I'm drinking my fluids. And that's the big thing that I need to do is getting those orders in. So the rest of my day, to be honest, is not going to be this crazy productive quote-unquote however it's going to be productive in the sense that I'm resting up I'm doing the priorities I'm doing what needs to be done making sure my steps are in I'm going to get all my food in blah 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 but when it comes to all the other stuff that can wait that is not a priority today because my priority is not pushing myself too much that I feel worse the next day because I've got training the next day as well today's a rest day and it's about making sure that my long-term goals are always in the back of my mind when I'm doing these sort of things. So today is going to be a more, like my list isn't as big. Because how shit does it feel sometimes when you write these big ass lists and then half the stuff doesn't actually get done? If you're on your period or if something is going on where it's just not feasible, then mentally... Is it a good idea to write this really crazy long list when you know in your head that it's just not the right time to be productive? And would it be a case of just delaying some things even just by one day will mean that your next day is going to be able to be that productive sort of day that you want it to be and you're going to be able to hit things a lot better? So Monday for me, I had like a massive list and I was in a really, really good spot, had a bit more time energy felt great didn't have a lot of things else that were like urgent in my mind so I was able to do a lot more things I drafted more blog posts blah 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 but it's being smarter in comparison to thinking I've got to be constantly going I've got to have it is being consistent but naturally things are going to fluctuate the same thing when you're increasing weight dropping weight like your scale weight is going to be constantly fluctuating a lot The weather changes all a lot. You can't expect everything to be this streamlined, completely horizontal line of like consistency, if you know what I mean. So it's about working smarter and not harder. So example, Monday, I worked until maybe eight or nine in the evening doing emails. Tonight, 
I've already preempted that I'm going to finish up a little bit earlier. I'm going to have a bath. I'm going to really make sure that I relax and get a good night's sleep. So tomorrow I can work longer and have that bigger day. It's great to have this routine and this structure. And I've mentioned this before, but when you've got days like today, mentally, I found that it's not the right strategy to kind of apply the same thing every single day because sometimes that is just not the right strategy to have. And you'll find as well, like when you, you will be more productive long term when you're able to have a structure, but be able to kind of flip it and be flexible depending on how you're feeling, what's going on on that day. Like I've mentioned this before in a different podcast a couple of weeks ago, but you'll find that you'll be more productive and you will also work faster because of that. Another reason why you might not be feeling as productive is you might not be doing things that you actually enjoy. So some feel like you're taking forever and because they take longer, because you don't enjoy them, you don't feel as productive. And that's a massive one in the workplace as well. If you're doing tasks or you're doing things that you really enjoy and you're motivated by, then you're going to work faster and you're going to feel more productive and you're going to get more stuff done so you will be more productive and you will work faster when you're doing things that you enjoy overall yes you might not enjoy doing your washing like I'm not saying this completely applies to every single thing in your life but depending on what you enjoy the most will depend what you're most motivated by now I've kind of slowly delved into this section a little bit more in terms of research Because last year I got this motivational map done and it wasn't one that you kind of go on Google and just kind of type in random stuff. It was actually done by, um, I need to find the actual, it was actually done by someone that I got introduced to and she has this system and it was so interesting to see what my motivators were last year and what they are this year. So I'm going to try and do like a yearly one uh, because motivators can actually change over time. So things that you were motivated by a couple of years ago might not be what you're motivated by now. So you might not have been into fitness as a child or five years ago, but fitness might be like a massive, massive part of your life now. And it's something that you, that motivates you and you are motivated by. So There are nine key motivators according to this system. And I'm going to quickly get it up on my phone and talk you through it because it's really, really interesting to understand your motivators in relation to being productive. So there are nine different motivators and they're separated into three different categories. So there's relationship motivators, achievement motivators and growth motivators. So I'm going to literally quickly read out all the nine motivators and you might be able to see what your motivators could be. And I'm going to say my three main motivators at the end, but it'll be interesting to see if you guys can guess from what these are. So relationship motivators, you have the defender, seeks security, predictability, stability. Second one, the friend, seeks belonging, friendship, fulfilling relationships. Number three, the star seeks recognition, respect and social esteem. So they are the three relationship motivators. Moving on to the achievement motivators, there's three again. So we have the director seeks power, influence, control of people slash resources. Fifth one, the builder seeks money, material satisfaction above average living. 
Sixth one is still in the achievement motivators. The expert seeks knowledge, mastery, specialization. So, so far you've got relationship motivators and that's the defender, the friend, the star. And then in your achievement motivators, you've got the director, the builder, the expert. So the next section is the growth motivator. And this is the creator, seeks innovation, identification with new, expressing creative potential. You've got the spirit. So that seeks freedom, independence, and making own decisions. And the last one, you've got the searcher, seeks meaning, making a difference, providing worthwhile things. So just to completely go over those again, you've got the defender, the friend, the star, the director, the builder, the expert, the creator, the spirit, the searcher. So these nine motivators, we all have elements of these motivators in our lives. There will just be certain ones that will be slightly stronger and there'll be ones where you won't be as motivated by them. So my three key motivators are all in the growth area at the moment. So that is the creator that seeks innovation, identification with new, expressing creative potential. My second one is the spirit. So that seeks freedom, independence and making own decisions. And the second one, so the third one is the searcher that seeks meaning, making a difference and providing worthwhile things. And in the actual description, literally notes down here, the three main things that I'm motivated by is innovative, purposeful and independent. So when it comes to how motivated I am to do certain things and in relation to the list that I have to do or the jobs that I do, like the tasks that I do in my business, I generally find things where I'm very creative, things where I'm creating something new and things where I can be quite free-flowing. There are certain things that I can do even when I don't feel great because they are big motivators anyway. And they're things that I do any... Like, I absolutely love working on my website. I love working on new things. I love talking about, like, the purpose and meaning of things, obviously with the podcast as well. So if I'm trying to be smart, I know that I'm going to be able to do things that are creative in a bigger sense I know that I'm gonna be able to do those things on my list and I won't think twice yeah they're gonna take me no time at all and I'll get them done super super quickly whereas if you get me to do something which is more within the defender for example so that's something which is quite admin based quite strategic um in terms of like analytics and numbers that's like I can do it it's not a case that I can't but it's something that's isn't particularly something that I would set in my day if I know that I need to do things that I'm going to be better at. And interestingly enough, my lowest motivator is director. So that's quite interesting when that kind of popped up because I thought, oh my God, like I'm a director of my own business and I run my own podcast. Like, what is this? But when I actually delved into it, it makes a lot of sense. I generally find being quite authoritative um, or dictatorial, if that's the right word, being bossy per se in the workplace, I never liked taking authority. 
Um, I never liked people that were quite aggressive with their approach in terms of being a manager. But I've always worked best with people who kind of gave me free reign to be independent. And that makes sense because one of my key motivators is being independent, make my own decisions. So I've always worked best and been the most productive when I've been given the free reign to do, obviously have guidance, but make the own decisions and not have someone that is so power orientated or very micromanagement sort of style. I've always hated that. And that's something that I typically am like when I work with other people as well. I don't like focus, like if I've trusted someone else to do something because they're going to be better at the job and they're going to be able to be more productive, which allows me to have more time to be productive in what I like doing, then I most of the time will not focus on the little nitty gritty and micromanaging because that's personally not the style that I'm motivated by. And that's not something that really is a big priority in my head because if, if I've already delegated that task to someone, they have that skill set to be able to do that for me. So I know I've gone on a little bit of a tangent here, but I think, I hope it kind of gives a few more examples of how your day or your lifestyle or the job that you're in might not be well suited. It's kind of like when you're a kid and you're trying to fit the blocks into certain like wooden bases and you've got a square block and you're trying to put it in a circle hole it's not going to fit if you're not massively motivated so there might be certain things in your work day that you don't like doing you find difficult or they take you a lot of time and they're just not fitting with you because they're not big motivators and they're not things that you actually enjoy so if that is the case inside of work or outside of work and you're kind of already thinking right I definitely know what she's on about in relation to my life this xyz then it's either eating the frog doing that thing first so then you can move on to other things that you enjoy and are more productive with or it's being strategic and trying to delegate that task or even like swap it I know at work I used to swap tasks <laughs> like if I didn't want to do something which was quite admin based but I had someone that did want to do something which was quite creative based we would swap the roles over because we both knew where our strengths lie and where our motivators lie so what she could do with an admin job she could probably take half an hour whereas for me it would easily take an hour hour and a half same thing with the creative side the job task that she had might take her an hour and a half to do, whereas it would take me literally 10 minutes to create a social media post and the content. So when it comes to writing these lists, being productive with your days, it's kind of thinking, right, what am I actually most motivated by? Am I motivated by being creative? Am I motivated by looking into like the nitty gritty of details Depending on what you're motivated by is going to depend massively on how you should dictate your day and also how you should kind of create your life as well. I've always been creative. Ever since I was a child, I'd always be painting random stuff. I'd always be like creating random stuff on um, paint, on laptops, all that sort of thing. So it might be a case of looking back into when you were a kid and seeing, right, what did I actually enjoy doing and what didn't I enjoy doing? Those sort of things I think are very, very important to consider because at the end of the day, say for example, you're in a sales-based job, but you're not really motivated by money. 
it's going to be quite difficult, I think, overall, to be able to be feel like you're being really productive and feel like you're really enjoying what you're doing and to get the job done and do the tasks that need to be done because that's not a big motivator for you. So it's kind of like you're, you're pushing against your own resistance. And that's when it comes back down to writing lists again, if you're trying to delegate, whether like it's prep or in the workplace or outside, to be honest, just generally, you need to be able to write your list according to how you're feeling on that day. Looking realistically, instead of writing these really long lists, when you know it's not actually going to get done and it's not going to make you feel any better or even more motivated. And about if there are certain things that you're not massively motivated by, but you know need to be done, eat the frog, do it first. There's certain things that I actually sometimes, even now, sometimes like when I have to call someone, right? I still get a little bit like, ooh, a little bit funny. But I know it needs to be done. Apart from the director, one of my lowest uh, motivations at the same time is the star. And that's someone that seeks recognition, respect and social esteem. So... When it comes to being like the face of something, like a lot of celebrities will be the star because they like in the forefront. But that personally isn't something that um, comes naturally to me per se. So when I have to do presentations and uh, public speaking, um, they are certain things that I can do, but they're not going to be my biggest. It's not going to be the first. If I had like 10 jobs or 10 things I had to do, that probably wouldn't be the first one. I would always go towards what I'm going to create, what I'm going to make. Yeah, so I hope some of that does resonate with you girls and guys. I think once you're able to have that self-awareness and harness what drives you, you're able to delegate and get a lot more stuff done and feel good about getting more stuff done as well. That's something that I've learned a lot, especially with my business. Um, You generally do find yourself to be a jack of all trades. You can do anything you set your mind to. I generally do believe that. But there are going to be certain things that you are going to be better doing because you enjoy them and you're motivated by it. Doesn't matter what anyone says to that. I generally do think that is the case. So have a think whether you're motivated by growth motivators so the creator the spirit the searcher or whether you're motivated by achievement motivators so that's the director the builder the expert or if you're motivated by relationships so the defender the friend the star i'm more than happy to get the lady on if anyone wants to actually learn a bit more about those nine key motivators i'm more than happy to reach out to her and see if she wants to come on the podcast i think that might be really really interesting to kind of get more information on that for you so i hope that does help and guide you all to be more productive and more consistent in the long term um, when it comes to reaching your goals if anything doesn't make sense or you want me to kind of go over things a little bit more in detail please do let me know I'm more than happy actually if I do get some good feedback I will reach out to the lady and see if she wants to kind of come on and chat about it because I know she does do kind of follow-up calls as well which might be quite helpful so yeah be more productive but be smarter Don't be fooled by the hustle. And it's all about being productive at the right time. So have a good productive day, whether that is resting up or going full at it. This has been your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, And this has been the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast.